Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on 94.1 FM on KBXL. My name is Ken Lewis. I'm the director for FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And our guest today on Heart of the Athlete is Ben Gall uh, over at NNU, the head uh, cross-country coach uh, at Northwest Nazarene. Uh, ben, it's great to have you on Heart of the Athlete again. Yeah, thanks, Ken. I always appreciate the chance to be here and uh, spend time just talking with you about our program and what's going on here at NNU. So yeah, thanks again. Well, Ben, uh, I know you you had a you had a stint of coaching here at NNU uh, early on, and then uh, you went down to Cal Baptist, and then now you're back. Tell us a little bit about the the time that you spent here. I know uh, you came over with uh, Coach John Spatz, uh, uh, of course, a, a great friend of yours and mine. And uh, but how long were you here before, and then how long was your time at Cal Baptist, and how long have you been back here? Yeah, so I was here for about ten and a half years. Uh, 2001 to the end of 2011 and then I left and was at Cal Baptist about seven years and then I've been back here since the fall of 2018 teaching full-time in the kinesiology department and coaching the team again that's great it's great to have you back and of course Cal Baptist is down there in Riverside and so that maybe a little bit a lot a lot of uh, maybe some transition right getting getting used to coming back to Idaho yeah, I mean, definitely, it's a different environment. Uh, both being in Southern California, being you know inland, and it's just with the weather there, but also just the culture of the team and the, um, the the campus was a lot different as well. A lot bigger university, so we adjusted to that. But we were grateful for our time there, and really felt like God led us down there, and, and felt like He opened doors for us to be back here when when the time was um, right for that. Well, I know that you uh, Cal Baptist, they have since gone up to the Division One level, and and you help set them up. You set the pins up really well for them in terms of just helping them uh, be able to get to a point to where they could compete at that level. And uh, um, you guys had some great success while you were there, right, at Cal Baptist? Yeah, we were fortunate, you know, to to, uh, to build a program. Um, we uh, got some trophies at the national level in cross country and, and won, I don't even know, 15 or so conference titles. So we, we, we had a good, a good run there for sure. Um, built it from uh, not a lot of success before I got there to, to where it was when I left. And, and fortunately, they've been able to continue that. You know, it's just um, part of that transition, um, or for my family at least, was we, we really didn't want to be a part of that for, for a variety of reasons, but we're excited to, uh, to hand it off and, and continue to see the success. Well, and then getting back to Idaho is maybe a little closer to your roots. I know you grew up in Alaska, and uh, you, you ran at Eastern Oregon, and uh, so you're you love the the West and you know especially the Northwest and uh, wh- where did you grow up in Anchorage and and what were the things that you did as a kid growing up in Alaska? Yeah, that's a good question. You've never asked that before. Um, yeah, well, I, I just grew up for the most part right in Anchorage. I went to East High School there in, in town, and um, you know I ran cross country and track there. And I also was uh, uh, on the swimming and diving team. I was a diver on the team, so I, I did that as well. And cross country skied in high school too, so that that's what I did in high school. Um, but outside of that, you know, we just spent a lot of time outdoors. Same things you would do here in Idaho. We uh, hunt and fishing, uh, camping, backpacking. Just uh, just love being outside. So we're definitely uh, happy to be back here. Well, that's great. I 
I know a little bit about that area. I spent five summers up in Bethel, out uh, in the working in the salmon industry and paying for college when I was, you know, in, during that time in my life. And uh, man, great adventures. Uh, there was two of the years we actually drove from here to Anchorage and then left the car in Anchorage at somebody's house all summer while we flew out to Bethel and worked out there all summer and then and then drove back and boy great adventures what any any great adventures you had uh growing up any any bear stories or anything like that oh i have a lot of stories um you're talking about that drive you know that's one thing uh, when i turned 18 uh you know i, I hopped in the car and um just uh, drove straight up you know to, to uh, up into the yukon and me and my friends decided to uh, a couple of my friends we decided to do a um, kind of a coming of age trip you know we spent about two weeks uh, canoeing the yukon river we hiked over um Chilkoot Pass and kind of kind of did a, a little um, reenactment of the gold rush times. So that was a lot of fun. Ended up in Dawson City and, and spent some time there before coming back. And then, then later that summer, I drove the whole, the, all the way down when I was on my way actually to Colorado at the time. And um, actually ended up breaking down and an 18-year-old kid broken down in the middle of Canada and took about 10 days to, to figure all that out. But um, yeah, it's quite the adventures for sure. Wow. Great adventures. Wow. I, I know that we... Uh, when we took when we took that trip, I, I remember putting extra parts, you know, <laughs> for the vehicle that I was in, you know, just some different things that we thought, well, maybe we might need this and that, and boy, but uh, yeah, it's that's it's about three thousand miles from here from Nampa all the way to um, to Anchorage, and uh, but. Uh, yeah, we got to drive it twice and uh, two different times. I think it was the summer of '88 and again in the summer of '89. And there was uh, there was uh, quite a bit of frost heaves out there. There was quite a bit. It was still gravel, and there was you know a lot of pavement as well. But we saw incredible uh, the, just the lot wildlife on that trip was amazing. Um, lots of moose and sheep, you know, doll sheep, and you know it was amazing. Yeah, you know, and um, that's one thing, even now, um, that, that drive is a much easier drive than it was, you know, 30, 40 years ago, for sure. But it's still pretty rugged. And, you know, I always tell people that if you really want to get an understanding of how far away Alaska is, both in terms of, I think, culture and distance, then doing that drive is, is the only way to do that. And um, I've done that with my boys uh, once. We took them. I have three boys, and, and the older two have done that. And, and uh, But we try and get them up there as much as we can because I want them to experience kind of some of the stuff I experienced growing up. So we get up there quite often. How fun. Yeah. I, you know, we've said that about our daughters. We keep telling them, but you know, now they're all grown. And so, you know, it, you know, it, it's, it's hard once you, once you leave to, if you, you know, if you don't put it into practice to get up there. So, well, um, I know that, um, uh, you, you are a big, you and both, uh, uh, John Spatz are a big part of why FCA camp has been here in Idaho. Um, I remember, you know, I've told this story often. We t probably told it on this show before in the past. But when I first came on staff with FCA in 05, um, we, um, you and I and John Spatz went out to uh, Idaho Pizza Company down here. I don't know, was it Roundtable back then? It was, yeah. I think it was Roundtable Pizza down here on 12th Avenue. But we, we were talking and just dreaming about, you know, wouldn't it be great if we could have FCA camp in the summer here and uh, – at NNU because uh, you know back back in back in those days that campus wasn't used that much in the summer and you and I and John had been going to camps in Wyoming and you'd been to Arizona you've worked Jackson Hole 
Um, I'd been taking kids to camp in Oregon with FCA, and um, but it, it was so neat to to see God continue to grant us, you know, a place to be and to to host this regional camp here, and just you and John, your heart, um, uh, and your encouragement, and all your help, and and just with the help of N and you having this camp here. So again, I just want to tell you thank you again, and. Uh, um, yeah, those were those were that was a fun time going and having pizza and eating salad, wasn't it? Years ago in '05. It doesn't seem like that long ago, if I'm being honest. But um, I guess we're getting old, right? Um, yeah, no, I, I mean definitely remember that, and um, you know, and just it's 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 awesome to see. You know, I think I, I feel like I played a, a small role in, in camp, really, in the big scheme of things compared to what you've done. But it's it's definitely fun to see that vision come to fruition and. And just be a part of camp throughout the years. And, you know, um, I've made it a lot of years, even when we were down in California, but we've missed some. And um, But just knowing that um, kids are coming and being exposed to, to the love of Christ and, and um, connecting that with their athletics. And that we're able to do that here on campus and, and, and even bring in some of the NNU athletes to, to be a part of that. I know it's, uh, it's changing lives. And so that's, that's fun to see for sure. Well, and it's been a, it's been a recruiting tool as well for, uh, I know, some athletes that have, would have never known about this particular institution and, and the great coaches that we have over here in the athletic department at NNU that are really, you know, focused on building not just good character at a Christian school, but they're really focused on building disciples of Christ. And that, that's been across the board with the coaches that I've known in my time being on staff here at FCA. And I know that certainly has been for you and, the, and, you know, John Spatz and, and now Danny Bowman is the head coach. I mean, I know it's, it's, it's your, it's, it's at the heart of what you guys do. Yeah. And, and, you know, definitely in our program with the track and cross country athletes, that that's true. You know, the spiritual um, emphasis is there every day. And that's our, that's our, our main objective is to, to grow them, um, you know, and uh, spiritually and, and bring them closer to Christ regardless of where they're at on that journey. Um, but I, w- I would say, you know, the, the entire athletic department, uh, Kelly Lindley, our athletic director, has just done a great job hiring coaches who, who really have that heart for, for, um, for discipleship. And, and I think you see that, um, you know, both uh, in um, the growth of the athletes on the different teams and, and, and then also um, the success on the court and in the field as well has increased as, as we've, as we've um, kept that as our focus. I think God's really blessing NNU in a lot of ways. Well, folks, we're visiting today with Ben Gall, uh, cross-country coach over at Northwest Nazarene University on, here on Heart of the Athlete. Well, Ben, tell us a little bit about how things are going this fall with your, your cross-country team, these distance runners over at NNU this fall. You know, uh, it's going fine. We've had two competitions, and, and uh, I think the ladies uh, have finished um, second in both, and, and the men were um, third and then second in the two different competitions we've had, and done well so far in the smaller meets. Uh, we... Not coming off not having a season last year, I think there's a, a an interesting dynamic. You know, our, our women's team, for instance, we have uh, out of the entire roster only three women who have who have done any collegiate competition, um, even though a lot of them were here last year, right? So they just didn't get to compete. And so we have uh, essentially a team full of freshmen trying to figure things out, while also coming off um, two years ago, our women had a very successful year and, and um, you know were able to finish in the top 15 in the in the country and. And so um, coming off of that and then having a blank year and then coming back and, and is, um, with a whole new group has is, is been interesting. But we're doing well, and they're excited. They're working hard. And um, I think you know, we're looking um, like we're, we're ready to have a pretty successful postseason coming up in, in four to six weeks. 
That's great. And how about the guys? Uh, how are things going with the guys this year? Yeah, the guys, same thing. You know, we um, Tyler Shea is kind of leading the way, and he he was a national qualifier two years ago, which really um, I think changed the tone for the team in terms of what they viewed they um, uh, success could be for them. And so um, we're we're a little bit light on numbers for a variety of reasons. You know, just um, due to some of the stuff going on uh, with COVID and other things. But but they're working hard, and again, they've they've had successful first couple of meets, and so I think um, they're definitely uh, in a position to improve off of two years ago, and and. I mean, in, in, in their minds and in, in their goals, make a run at the national meet, you know, like the women did and, and hopefully will again. So we'll see, but we're excited for them for sure. Yeah, I remember a couple of years ago, we, we actually did a couple of shows with uh, talking about the story of the gals. It's a pretty amazing story of how they were able to, to get to that national meet as a team, not just with a couple of individuals or one individual, but man, it was the team. So it was so cool. You know, Ben, um, I'm just curious about what the Lord has been impressing on you to communicate to your athletes, your distance athletes. I mean, these, these kids are, your athletes are, are, are working so hard. They have been, you know, putting tons of miles on in the summer and, and really trying to prepare themselves for the season. But spiritually, what is the Lord, you know, coming out of everything with, like you said, the, a kind of a blank season last year, you guys in the GNAC didn't get to compete. What's the Lord been Tell, give us a sneak peek of what you've been giving to them and what the Lord's been showing you to encourage them spiritually. Yeah, I mean, uh, for sure. You know, I think um, so. One one verse I go back to a lot that, that really helps me as I, as I interact with them is, is just Matthew 6, um, 33 and 34, when it talks about do not worry about tomorrow, you know, worry about today, you know, that, that um, you know, God will take care of um, take care of you if you do that and, and just really focus on what we can control and what's right in front of us and so with the athletes you know my emphasis is um, just really um, trying to um, help them uh, understand that understand that we can't control what's outside of us we can only control what's within our group um, to rely on each other and to build up their self-belief I think so often athletes um, have the, the physical abilities to be successful and are blessed that way but don't really have that belief in themselves and so um, that's really my emphasis, and then and then connecting that back to their faith as well, right? As they leave here, um, you know, they're just ha- making sure that they really have a strong sense of um, a belief that they can achieve great things, and that they can um, they can stay focused through the tough times. And so that's really really our emphasis. Yeah, I love that passage. Um, you know, the of seek ye first the kingdom of God and all His righteousness, and then all these other things will be added unto you and I know different translations say it may be a little different, but I, that is so true, you know, to our lives as as men, as adult men, as, as and it was for us as college athletes too. And uh, I think just to continue to stay focused on Him and not pursue all those other things first. It seems like so often as human we 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 flip it, don't we? We definitely do, you know, and and. Um... And I think we can get so focused on uh, results, right, and what what we um, what the outcome is going to be of, of our of our work and our actions, and and how people are going to perceive that. And and so internally in our program, we really we really we don't talk about results. We don't talk about you know all the all those outward things. We just we just trying to convey that you know if we if we do what we can do and, and we um, work hard and try and glorify God through that, that that's going to show, and 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 we'll get the results we're capable of getting, and and can really. Um, bless each other and, and, and uh, spread God's love through that, you know, whereas if we get too focused on, on what's going to happen, 
and on the outward results, then then I think we, we just miss the mark and, and don't really uh, reap the full blessings of what Christ has for us. Yeah, as you're talking there, Ben, you again just remind me of one of you and, and mine, one of our favorite authors, Wes Neal, um, who wrote... He wrote some books and some things back in the 70s, actually. And, uh, the, and one of them was the Total Release Performance uh, booklet on, on athletic perfection. And it, it wasn't so much on being perfect, but it was about what you're talking about, is give our performance to him and to put it all on to him. And, um, uh, you know, so I, 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 I would just, I would love to be coached by you because as I'm hearing those things again, I'm just, uh, just fantastic, uh, concepts out of the Bible that Wes was able to unpack for us. Yeah. You know, and, um, we've talked so much about that, that book in particular and, and things we, we have wanted to do and have done, um, utilizing that book. And, um, you know, that's, that's something I used two years ago with the, with the women's team, um, Bethany Danner in particular. She was our captain at the time, and she's the one who cast the vision for the women in terms of um, uh, qualifying for the national meet and really just um, opening up um, opening up the floodgates of uh, of, of, of the, that belief that we're talking about. And that book was something I gave her and and, uh, and walked through with her, you know. And she is now um, taking that, and she's now coaching uh, herself now that she's graduated. And, and I know that she's taking that in her coaching, so that's awesome to see that she's she's taking those lessons she learned um, from. Wes and from from uh, the heat that he pulled from directly from the Bible to uh, uh, to you know now influence um, younger kids. Yeah. Now, now, where is Bethany coaching these days? She's out in um, in the Valley View School District, coaching middle school out there and, and teaching math. So great. You know, it's funny. I uh, I got a book recently uh, by Eric McTaxis, and uh, he's out of New York, and he. Uh, the book was uh, Seven Men, Seven Women, and I was reading in there um, one of my favorite stories and heroes of the of the faith of the 20th century is Eric Little, and he, um, I was reading the, the chapter that Eric um, Metaxas wrote on Eric Little. He also has a chapter on Bonhoeffer and, and, and many other great folks there, but uh, this quote that I... I uh, I just gravitated to, and it says, I finally decided to put it all on Christ. After all, if he called me to do it, then he would have, then he would have to supply the necessary power. In going forward, the power was given me, and that's Eric. He's a 1924 400-meter Olympic champ and then former missionary to China. And of course, he's the main character in the, in the Chariots of Fire movie. And it's so funny when I talk to people today about chariots of fire there's so many athletes and people that like what movie is that and uh but uh man it's just a incredible story and uh of uh of eric's life and uh i don't know i know i know you like that movie as well yeah well both those guys you know eric metaxas is uh, one of my favorite authors i love his, his biography of bonhoeffer in particular um but um going back to eric little though you know yeah it's, it's a wonderful story of just faith in christ you know and being willing to um uh, distrust, you know, the, the bigger part of that story too, I think, um, was he, you know, he switched events because he, he refused to compete on the Sabbath and, um, you know, and had to get permission to do that and w- went from a hundred meter sprinter to a, to a 400 and ended up still winning, you know, and, um, the story wasn't winning as much as it was, you know, his, his faith and his willingness to trust that God had placed him there for a certain time. And then, you know, like you said, he went out to be a missionary and gave his life in, in, um, in pursuit of uh, spreading the gospel. So, um, 
yeah, it's a wonderful story. And, and he is just, you know, a man that you can definitely look to, um, you know, in, in encouragement in your own faith. I, you know, reading about what Eric went through um, as a missionary over in China, eventually he, he died over there. Um, but uh, just all the, all the preparation of the work that he did was just really inspiring and the discipline too. And, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, with FCA, we, we want to be a ministry that's, that not only says this, but does it. And that is, uh, approach everything through prayer. And that before we talk to coaches and athletes about God, talk to God about coaches and athletes and, uh, you know, those spiritual disciplines of prayer and, and, and getting into the word and, and spending time in worship and journaling and those kinds of things. And, and so I think I was just reminded of all those things again, as I was reading through that, that story about him and just like, okay, Lord, you know, these have been tough days too, like the days that Eric was in. And when he went after he left England and went to China and, and, um, but, uh, um, I just, you know, uh, ben, we have just have a, a couple minutes left here. Um, I know you're a father of three boys and happily married to a wonderful wife. And But I was wondering if you had any words of encouragement to maybe some parents out there that have some kids that are competing, maybe they're grade school, middle school, high school, in these days that they've been, been we're coming out of some tough times, but um, any words of encouragement that you could give them as a, as a father, but you're also a coach, but... Uh, um, just wondered if you had any words for them. Yeah, that's, um, something I've struggled with a little bit. You know, I think, uh, I actually coached my sons, a couple of my son's soccer teams this last year and, and I am definitely not a soccer coach. Um, and, uh, but, I, but I've learned and had a lot of fun and, and they're young and, you know, and, um, one thing I noticed was, um, a lot of the kids I coached this spring, um, you know, they, um, their parents were calling and, and asking me to coach again this fall, um, and, and I wasn't able to. And then as I've run into them, you know, just, um, just talking to them about why, why that was. And I think the big thing was, um, you keeping it fun. You know, I remember my kids are 10, seven and, and five. And so they're young, but, um, but just allowing them to be kids and allowing them to, um, to remember the reason that they're out there, you know, and, and I think that goes through whether you're, whether you're in high school or, or middle school or whatever. And, you know, God has blessed us with the, um, the ability to compete and to, and to, um, to have different, um, strengths and, and talents. And, and so often we can, um, we can forget that it's supposed, you know, all these sports are games and the kids want to have fun and they want to enjoy it and winning, losing, all those things are great, but they're not really what it's about. And, and, um, and if you can do that for your kids, then I think that they'll, 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 um, they'll grow into young men and women who, um, who can appreciate, um, competition for what it's worth and, and can, um, then utilize that as, as a way to build their faith and, um, and just grow into, um, you know, productive, um, adults, which is really what we want, right? Oh, that's that's wonderful. And I, I think that goes back to that passage in Matthew 6 that you talked about earlier. When we start focusing on the wins or the losses or the championships or I'm going to get a scholarship or I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go to nationals. When we focus on those, all those external things, then it takes the joy out of it. And like you said, the joy and the fun and, and, and God's created sports, I believe, really to reveal reveal the creator to us through the creation of sports. So 
But, um, well, Ben, man, it is, the time has gone by very quickly here today on Heart of the Athlete. And it's been such a blessing uh, always to spend time with you. And I wish we could spend more time. <laughs> I know you're a busy guy and so am I, but we, uh, we've got family. But, man, Ben, thank you so much. Uh, it's always a pleasure to, to, to be with you and also to visit with you on the radio. Yeah, Ken, I just want to thank you. You know, it's always a, a, a definitely a blessing for me to, to be here and, and to be able to share what we're doing here and in you and just and also spend time with you and, um, and just reflect on, on times past and, and on um, things to come. So I, would, I want to encourage your reader or your listeners, not readers, your listeners to, um, if they can, to follow um, NNU Sports as well and um, hopefully maybe come catch a game, you know, basketball, volleyball, soccer, all playing here on campus. And we've got great teams and then they would love your support. So. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, we're looking forward to seeing how the rest of the season goes for your runners, the, the guys and the gals. And, uh, and and thanks again, Ben, for being on Heart of the Athlete. Hey, you're welcome, Ken. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for the Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.